0: everybody welcome to project rusty where we take a break from playing video games to play with the news i am robert and i'm joined here by austin what's up mike what's up and this week's guest brennan hey how you doing hey hey and you know what we do here every week we gather and talk about the weird shenanigans that happen in the gaming industry and i want to throw the ball first at austin What have you got for us this week?
1: Yeah, so, um, ah, man, this is just funny. Um, of course it is. Star Tropics is a game that is, uh, on. If you subscribe to Nintendo Switch Online, then you get, you know, NES games, or, and, um, you know, just certain games. And Star Tropics is the one for this week, uh, or month rather, and it's a game I haven't really heard of, but. Apparently, the manual was integral to playing the game, as is the case with a lot of games out um, back then. And there's this one page in the manual where you have to dip it in water to get a code to progress, which... No, wait, hold on, what? I'm not yeah. even done yet, but yeah. <laughs> apparently, apparently, Nintendo's like, hey, what if we just like had these kids dump their paper manual in the water to get this code. Um, yeah, I, I don't know why they would do that. But here's the thing. Because the um, game on Nintendo Switch doesn't come with a manual, basically, if you're just trying to run through the game without any sort of walkthrough, it's impossible for you to progress. Because there's a code that reveals the secret message on the page. Huh. I mean, you know what? what? Like, they didn't think of any way around that? or Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. they didn't, like, well, fix the game or something? See, uh, they were smart with the Wii U eShop version of it. They had a virtual uh, manual, something that should honestly be on the Switch. And at the end, there was this page with the code at the bottom. But, like I said, since the switch doesn't have manuals for whatever reason you can't just can't progress unless you look it up you know that did hideo kojima make this game <laughs> <laughs> that is
0: some kind of shit he would pull in it yeah, yeah it's it's making me think of metal gear solid the original where you have to call meryl and colonel's like oh her code is on the back of the box and i'm like what the what fucking like my cardboard box when i get in it is snake but no colonel and by colonel i mean hideo fucking kojima meant to pick up the physical box the disc came in and flip it over and look at the back of it because there's a codec conversation on the back with meryl's number
2: on it It makes me wonder how that would be dealt with in the future as well. Yeah. Oh, I was just agreeing. Go ahead.
3: (laughs) Uh, I, I, I,
4: I played Metal Gear Solid on an emulator, so. There was definitely that problem that I had because I had to look up a picture of the back of the box. But then with the Psycho Mantis, Fight where you have to <laughs> reads all of your um, your controller inputs and you have to physically take out player one and put it in player two slot.
1: Yeah, that took a little bit of thinking. That's some <laughs> galaxy brain kind of shit, man. Yeah,
4: <laughs> it's like you had to go in and tell the program, no, 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 player two, trust me. Yes, I know what I'm doing, and then and then you'd go in and it would work, and you'd be like, holy shit, they, <laughs> I actually can keep going. Like, I thought I was going to be stuck there forever and just like emulator. <laughs> like, this is why you don't emulate games,
1: even though I have a copy that I've already bought. But that's besides the point. Oh, yeah. Geez. So you're admitting to a crime on this podcast. Whoa.
3: No, you <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, that's <You're> cool. <laughs> <laughs>
5: right, I to say right now we're here.
0: Brennan, you're under arrest. Oh, no. No, he's, he's getting swatted. Oh no! <laughs> um, is that the cop? No, yeah, he no swatted himself. Yeah, don't don't <laughs> swat y'all. Um, to bring him back to Star Tropics, though, you know how do you guys feel about manuals being very much not a thing? Because I can't think of the last time I bought a physical game and it came with a manual.
5: I used to love the manual, man. Like I would back in like the Super Nintendo and PlayStation days. I always read the manual before I played the game.
1: Hmm. See, I'm the opposite. I never read the manual. I I would most likely read it after I played the game, but the only thing I was really interested in, like, just, you know, the extra lore tidbits that you get from them, but even then, a lot of them kind of stopped doing that, and then, of course, eventually they were phased out almost completely. I was the guy that brought it for reading material
4: during launch
1: okay that's that's <laughs> like, i expected you said, to say something else
4: no like i sat there with my ocarina of time little manual and i'd be like oh shit a does this B, and I meanwhile having <laughs> oh well no you know having played the game already and, and like so like I, I mean i read it before like mike but then i would also read it afterwards like austin and during and then years later i still read them man i feel kind of bad but I I get it.
5: I need so, to ask. Like you look at Brendan's bookshelf, and it's just
0: lined with manuals. <laughs> oh, you! Would, I even got the big ones too, like the big guides. <laughs> which I would read those for fun. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, depending on who made the guide, those are pretty cool. They, yeah, they yeah, pretty cool yeah. In them. yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. For me, I'm more in the Austin's camp, except for I also never read the manual afterward either. Um, it makes hmm. me think a lot of ego. Well, ego Raptors one video. Uh, it was one <laughs> of the sequelitises where he talks about how. Games nowadays hold your hand so much that they need to teach you that the left stick is to move, which is kind of almost every action game now. Mm, yeah, yeah, and and those games don't come with manuals, so it's it's almost like we're in this weird place where all the tutorials hold your hand so much
2: that a manual would kind of feel like overkill. Hmm, you know talking about overkill i don't know
1: if you guys ever got wow when it was you know just world of warcraft no expansions or anything definitely the best manual i've seen because it was so thorough and it almost felt like a novel like like in your hands because of how big it was Mm. but i thought that was really really cool it was a standout for me so much lore tidbits and stuff that's kind of what i miss but i never looked for gameplay tips or anything like you know, I can figure it out on my own, but um, I could see its use, I guess. Yeah.
5: Yeah, I remember StarCraft doing the same thing, and I read the whole manual, and I was like, oh, shit.
1: Yeah, I'm sure it was probably the same with Diablo, too, because Blizzard yeah. was. They were. You know, back when Blizzard was not Activision Blizzard. Mm. Back when they were good.
0: Back when, when they, they were more
1: passionate.
2: Basically. Back when they
0: didn't have phones
1: ouch
2: yikes sometimes you were
1: required to uh oh god that's right (laughs) i thought you meant like the internet but (laughs) no yeah (laughs) that's another reason why manuals are useful but that's also either not useful anymore Mm, yeah it's just a shame though that now games can't really do things
0: like what star tropics did you know and they to the to its detriment cuz now when Star Tropics comes back to a modern platform you kind of can't play it anymore at least the way it was intended and to be and why do
1: they pick a game that, that requires that without incorporating the manual like jeez
0: at least give us a yeah. digital manual that has the code in it right or just give us the code in the game just be like hey yeah. at this point the code is xyz
1: yeah it's nintendo they're really weird with their virtual console yeah, yeah. Hey, Brennan, what have you brought mm-hmm. to the table this week?
0: Well, have you guys heard of XCOM?
4: Of what? X- XCOM, you know, like the tactical oh, yeah. shooter. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, the, the creator, um, Julian Gollop. I'm probably butchering this man's name. Let's just call him Julian um he and his <laughs> company uh i think it was snapshot i can't remember
3: yeah uh, well they made them
4: um, yeah snapshot right they, they were making a another like a spinoff spiritual successor almost called phoenix point oh yeah yep and it recently he recently came out and said that they were going to the epic game store for a one-year exclusive deal And a lot of the backers, especially in the AMA that was uh, hosted a couple of days ago, a lot of the people weren't too happy. And I am i don't know. I find dumpster fires like this just so entertaining to just sit back and watch. (laughs) And just like, I don't really know. I I don't know. I want to. I don't know. Have you guys heard about any of this? Yeah,
1: I have. Yeah, same. No, I haven't. I did an article on it.
4: (laughs) Oh, right.
2: (laughs) So I definitely heard about it. Well,
1: I guess it depends, you know. um, It was a backed game, right? So when people backed it, they expected it to come out on the platform that they crowd like, you know, when they were crowdfunding it. So people wanted it to come out on Steam and GOG. But upon finding out that it's moving over to Epic. I mean, I can't say I blame people for being mad about it, you know? But at the same time, I think a lot of people blow the whole epic exclusivity thing out of proportion.
0: Yeah, see, I'm I'm a fan of the Epic Game Store in that it's giving Steam a reason to give a shit again about the consumer because for the longest time Steam has been king and therefore they didn't have to care about anything. Like this is a platform that at one point in time, like two weeks ago, it would sell you both Assassin's Creed Odyssey and an indie game called Rape Day. Oh, God. Ooh. Like, that's a, <laughs> that is a real thing that happened. And as things are right now, I would never expect to see that on GOG or Epic Game Store. And now that Epic is getting the clout it has... Steam has a reason to care more, to maybe do a bit more quality control and a bit more, you know, caring about its audience. So I'm glad Epic's making a a stand. However, I don't really agree with games that just jump ship cold turkey to Epic, especially when it promised people beforehand, hey, we're going to be on X game store. Mm-hmm. And also, they had finished
4: it you know they had made seven hundred fifty thousand dollars, and then reach out to epic or actually i'm not sure i can't remember in the ama who reached they did out to who. they
1: did reach out to they, epic they actually out. i did remember yeah
4: um you know like the game was already finished so like i would have been more sympathetic If they had gone, if they, I don't know, for some, for whatever reason, didn't have enough money and Epic was willing to bail them out, fine. Okay. I can somewhat understand that. But the fact that it was finished, it's just, I can definitely, I can taste the
0: tears, you know? I I understand. Yeah. I don't know. I guess I'm pretty nonplussed about it because it sucks that the people who were expecting it on Steam are not getting it on Steam. But at the same time, I'm like, okay so you have to download another client like why is that why is that so fucking hard i don't get that you know it's it's not like if you have a pc that has steam on it you cannot access epic that's not the world we live in yeah. it'd be different if it were like yeah we were gonna be on steam but instead we're a ps4 exclusive now like that'd be some shit but
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah. it's still to the pc
1: there's I mean, privacy issues. That's one thing that people
0: are concerned about, I think. Yeah, Epic is being weird about its privacy and is totally spying on your Steam account.
1: But- <laughs> yeah, you proved it, <laughs> didn't you? Yeah,
0: it's it's really sketchy. But again, it's not like it's just the client. Wait, how did you prove that? That's insane. Well, I mean, like I I didn't prove it. Some folks on Resiterra proved it and I just right, mimicked right. their thing. It
1: was like, "Oh yeah, it's real." <laughs> Yeah, he found yeah. his Steam ID in Epic files, you know? It's, yeah. It's a little weird.
0: So basically, if you have both, just PSA to everyone, if you have both Steam and Epic on your computer, uh, Epic knows that you have Steam on your computer, and it knows your friends list, and it knows what games
2: you have on Steam. Just fun fact. Spoopy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah.
3: I don't
4: know. I... I also, like... I don't know, maybe I'm just the, the kind of person that doesn't like having a launcher for every game. I don't know.
0: Mm. No, You obviously I, don't play MMOs. <laughs> that's I true. I do, and I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I agree with you. We're kind of getting into that problem that the TV and movie streaming services are getting to, where there are just too many. Mm-hmm. And Disney's like, we're gonna jump in with our own. It's like, oh well, shit. guys, please. Yeah. Like, come on. But we're getting to that. In fact, we probably passed that with gaming cuz you have Steam, Origin, Uplay, play, and then Bethesda launcher
1: which Ooh. Yeah, no one really cares about that anymore. Um it was a pain in the ass to get off my computer too. Like it it put up a fight, man. Mm. And let me think. Uh I know
0: Final Fantasy 14 has its own launcher. Uh, yeah, it does. Battle Battlenet for WoW and all the other Blizzard games. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Uh, yeah, you've got a lot, and I think there's definitely a market for the PC where you just have one program that taps into all of your launchers and it just acts as your main host launcher. And Is didn't like that
4: out now? Like anything that, that doesn't just open up the other
0: launcher for you, you know what I mean? I don't know if it can get around that, but I know Discord kind of does it. Discord can... As long as you have Discord open and then you play a game from another launcher, Discord will log that, so that way next time you can open it from Discord, but it still mm-hmm. needs to open Steam or Epic or whatever in,
2: in Intermediate. All right. okay. Yeah. So we're getting there, but PC gaming is kind of a mess, but it's kind of cheap. <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: Uh, Just like me. It's a mess, but cheap, just like Austin.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mike, what have you got for the table?
3: All right.
5: I got something that made me a little salty. Oh, man. Um, they just announced the next fighter for Dragon Ball Fighters.
2: <laughs> oh, oh. It's I've another
1: seen a- Goku. Yep. yep. Goku. This is like number 50, right?
5: Pretty much. Yeah. This is like the fifth Goku. Um, it's going to be kid Goku from Dragon Ball GT.
0: See what's wild to me is that it's
5: GT. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And he has aspects of the original Dragon Ball in the character as well. Hmm.
1: I'm not a DBZ, uh, like connoisseur or fanatic, but isn't that like the shunned Dragon Ball series? Pretty much. Mm
3: Yeah.
0: And I I feel like I'm the only person on the internet who will say nice things about GT and that I think it had a good premise and it just just did not deliver. It fucked it so hard. Uh, I, like the, I like the baby Vegeta part, you know? Yeah, I mean, I, I just thought it was cool. I guess spoilers for the worst Dragon Ball. Uh, the fact that... <laughs> They're like, hey, so you know how you've been using these Dragon Balls to wish for literally anything you want? Yeah, there's a consequence to that, and it creates evil energy. Okay, like, that's cool. And they just kind of messed it all up. (laughs) That makes me sad. (laughs) But Um, yeah, so I'm I'm just kind of
5: like, they have so many other characters throughout all their series. Like, why another Goku? They got Tapo from Super, they could have done Roshi, they couldn't do Janemba, Deborah. you know? Mm. And they chose to do another Goku. Could have
0: been the cat. They could have done Poir. Yeah. Poir? Wait, hold on. Why isn't Poir part of Yamcha's moveset? Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) That's such a good question. Like Shouzu is part of Tien. Like Shio Tzu literally <laughs> kamikazes himself in Tien's <laughs> move set.
4: Well, because wasn't uh, wasn't he like a shape shifter?
2: Yeah,
0: yeah, right. I think yeah, so. The, yeah. Dragon Ball Z forgets about that, but yeah,
2: that would have been kind of cool.
0: I really Damn. want Yajirobe, dude. I would main Yajirobe. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, or or Hercule Satan. I totally play Mr. Satan. Yeah, I
5: would, too. Just just for shits and giggles.
0: Yeah. Dude,
4: in the original, like Budokai, he had like a, the jetpack to fly because everyone else could fly and he had the jetpack. <laughs> I thought that was the funniest uh-huh. thing
0: ever. And I love how all of his moves are like, let me give you a present. And it's dynamite. Like, that's the <laughs> ex- <laughs> like, he's basically a Looney Tunes character in Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> But to bring it back to fighters, I need to know, does Goku transform into Super Saiyan 4 at all for like his alt or something?
5: No, but he does Super Saiyan 3. Oh,
0: no. As a kid?
5: Come
3: yeah.
0: on. <sighs> like, if you're going to pick GT
4: and you're going to pick Goku, why didn't you pick the best version of Goku from GT, which is very clearly Super Saiyan 4? Like, am I the only one that is thinking this?
0: no i i agree i mean also i like yeah. the design of super saiyan 4 i think it's very cool like lore wise and how it's like you're taking the ozaru but making it your own like that's neat yeah and the only reason i could see them doing that is if the next fighter they announce is goku again but super saiyan 4 goku oh uh, man <laughs> i'd probably be even more salty if they announce another goku <laughs> Yeah, I, I really think the best way they could have done this was if they get they give you Kid Goku, make his ultimate Super Saiyan 4. Because base Goku goes Super Saiyan 3 for his, which, I mean, not base up, uh, you know, Super, Super the first Goku. Goku. Yeah. yeah, he, Super Saiyan 1, he turns Super Saiyan 3 for his ult. It just makes sense for Kid GT Goku to go to his strongest form for his ult, right? Yeah, yeah. Can he turn into a monkey? Yes, yeah. but... Not but in the not game. No, not no, not
2: than this. Well, yeah. that's a disappointment. That would have been good too, <laughs> man. You know, I've I've kind of like
0: I still love Dragon Ball Fighters to this day. I think it's one of the best fighting games to come out, both as like a an anime fulfillment fighting game, but then just as a baseline fighting game. I think it's good on both accounts, but the it, it, DLC I-
5: is eh. I was about to say, I, I also think it's a really great fighter. It's just their choice of fighters is making me, you know, question things.
1: Should just be called Dragon Ball Goku. <laughs> Pretty much.
0: <laughs> I mean, it, it just goes to show, right? Because the show was supposed to end after the Cell saga. With yeah. Gohan being the new hero, and it's like Goku passes the torch. But then they come back a week later, like, JK, there's a whole new big threat. And we need to revive Goku because Goku's the only one who matters. <laughs> and it's like, all right, yeah, sure, whatever. I, you know, like, yeah, Mike, you made a point there. There's a lot of other characters I could tap into, but even for repeating characters, why not like Majin Vegeta? Oh, great pick.
3: Or, oh, yeah, great? like
5: Baby Vegeta, Super Saiyan 4 Vegeta. I mean,
0: yeah. Or like, um, Kid or gohan. gohan. I want Burger, Dude,
5: Berger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you I know, Austin wants be turned into an ape. Kid Gohan, you know, that could be, like, his old. you know?
0: Yeah. But, yeah, or even just the rest of the Ginyu Force. I know they're all there with Captain Ginyu, but I would love to, like, only play as Berger. <laughs> <laughs> great saying, man. We need some Jace, man. Dude, great saying, man. Uh, Although he he's assisting Videl right? In Videl's yeah, he's
5: Vidal's assistant.
0: Yeah, like
1: the oh, Android man. Seventeen.
5: Yeah, but I mean, Seventeen got his own character, so I don't see why True. not. True, oh. great saying, man.
1: Kind of yeah, like he- how. Uh, oh, I was just gonna say, like in Super Smash, you know, you had Crom up here and Robin Zolt. Now he's a fighter.
2: Hmm that's true
1: fighting these, games are weird yeah i it's
0: weird because dragon ball i mean historically dragon ball games haven't been that good but i always look at the Budokai tenkaichi series because that always boasted we have a 150 characters and, <laughs> and all of them play the exact same but it's 150 characters so that's cool so that's definitely overboard
2: but I don't know. There's a good middle ground. I think like we could find more characters outside of Goku. Yeah. We just
1: came up with them in like two minutes.
3: Yeah. Uh,
0: I want to bring up my last story for this episode. Uh, y'all heard about this thing called Google stadia. Yes. yeah. Yeah. I was reading about it this morning. Dude, that shit's wild. If it's true, I mean, if it's real, if it can deliver.
4: Yeah. If it can deliver.
0: Yeah. So if you don't know what that is, I mean, it's pretty fresh, hot off the presses, but essentially Google is saying, Hey, you know, your phone, you can play Assassin's Creed Odyssey on it. No problem. Just connect your controller to your phone and you can play it right there. And then if you want to move that over to your TV, boom, snap of a finger just happens. You, you want to go back on the go again, where you've got your tablet with you. Boom, it's on your tablet. Seamless.
2: That's like magic. You,
1: know,
0: I
2: you was,
1: know what else? Sorry. No, no, you go ahead.
2: You know what else looked like
4: magic when they first talked about it? Google Glass.
1: Yeah. Oh, man. Why'd I'm glad you, you brought that up.
3: Where is that Does <laughs> even happened to us?
5: I I remember hearing about it, what, like five or six years ago? And then it just completely
0: dropped. Yeah. That's why my expectations are kind of low. I mean, I would love for this to be a reality because I think it's a cool next step to where video games could go. Like, We're at this point, you know, if you told someone in the 90s, hey, you're going to come to a point where you're sitting on your couch and you have dinner made and it's getting cold in front of you because all you're doing is scrolling through your TV, not knowing what movie you want to watch, because there are so many movies you could watch at that moment. Like, that's the life we all live because of Netflix and Hulu. Mm -hmm. But video games haven't quite gotten to that. And it'd be really cool to be at that point where it's like, I want to play a video game. And you're staring at this library that all could happen at the flick of a
2: wrist, and you just don't know which one.
4: Sounds almost too good to be true.
2: Yeah, exactly. but they're going to have to learn from
5: the Vita, because didn't the Vita try something like that? Did it? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, or you could, like, do the stream your PS4 games onto your Vita if you're, like, yeah. had somewhere that had Wi-Fi.
0: Yeah, yeah,
5: it does do that, but it requires your PS4 to be on. Yeah. Yeah. Because I tried that shit and
0: it was horrible. (laughs) It was so horrible.
2: Yeah. uh, This is Google
0: we're talking about. (laughs) Google knows everything. They're (laughs) listening to us right now. (coughs) Google Glass. Oh, God. (laughs) But I mean, according to people who are there at GDC right now and uh, testing it out, Google is claiming that over 25 megabit per second uh, Internet connection, which is is fine. That's like about average in a big city. Uh, You could do 1080p60.
2: I'm skeptical, but good luck trying, question mark? Mm, It's about what I get. Maybe more after I tested it. But,
1: you know, internet fluctuates. So let's just say that, you know, you have a whole bunch of people in your house using Wi-Fi. And you're going to have a shitty time. Mm
3: Mm-hmm. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, they they talked about
0: in their conference today, this idea of now you can play couch co-op games without having to split screen because you could just have two people sit next to each other, stream the games on their phone and like separate, you know, instances and play the game together that way. And like, that's cool, but you need a pretty good Internet connection to support two.
2: You know, back to back. Yeah, I don't know. This is a thing. Like, this could be
5: the future of gaming if they get it right, but that's the main thing. They have to get it right.
1: Yeah. yeah it's and- uh, making me kind of postpone my plans to possibly make a new PC, you know? Yeah.
0: I, I would still, you know, I mean, here's the thing I, I understand the people who are worried about this in a terms of physical games because if this becomes successful it goes gangbusters like that's the first sign of this no disc apocalypse you know See and I a
1: GameStop.
0: yeah and, and I get people <laughs> who are worried about that you know game preservation and all that stuff um but I just don't think America's ready for this because like low key America's internet really sucks holistically yeah. speaking
4: yeah Especially with the whole throttling, de-throttling, net neutrality, no net neutrality. There's so many variables at yeah. at, at one you know given speed anyway, and you know some people have Comcast, and uh, I don't know, can Comcast even hold twenty five megabits per second?
1: I'm pretty sure they have data caps too on Comcast. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's just a
0: shit show all over. And, you know, Google's been kind of building up to stuff like this. You know, they've remember Google Fiber, which is another Google project that has failed out, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> uh, really? yeah. I didn't know that it failed. I mean, yeah. it's not that it failed, but they're just like, hey, guys, we realize that it's too expensive for us to do this in like more than five cities. So we're just going to stop. Ooh. Are yeah. they staying in the cities that they've already made them, or are they scrapping I, everything? Nah, I think they're still there, but they're not expanding. So if you don't live where they're, where they're at, GG.
1: And as yeah. you said, Google uh, Glass is kind of obsolete. Yeah. You know, my only, uh, the only thing that makes me remember that Google Glass is a thing, I was watching some video on Game Informer a while ago, some dude had Google Glass that, that they were talking to, not somebody at Game Informer. They were talking to a guy with Google Glass. He was on a butt tumbler. And. What? He was like. <laughs> like putting the butts where other people's butts would be with Google what? Glass, like in real life. He would line, he would line it up. <laughs> and they were just like saying how weird that was. That's my favorite AR game. Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> But Tumblr. Something that also doesn't exist anymore. That's true. Tumblr <laughs> went family what? friendly. And they lost traffic. Yeah, it was <laughs> <friendly>. <laughs> of course they
0: did. Yeah. That's
3: the only reason anyone went there. Holy <laughs> God.
0: Man. But yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm excited for what Stadia could be. I think it's one of those things that if it delivers on all of its promises, it's a revolutionary piece of software. You know, it it could build a future where it's like everyone has Stadia plus their main console or PC. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because it's so cheap. But I don't know, man. Streaming 4K 60 FPS across the Internet to everyone on the planet or in America, that just sounds...
2: Real tough, and not possible. Yeah, at least not yet. Mm-mm. But if it works, though, that'd be
0: dope. It's same. I think this would work in smaller countries that have better internet infrastructure, like uh, Korea or Japan. Yeah, you know, those both have very
2: good internet infrastructure compared to America. So I could see it working there. Just not here. Well, one can hope, but at the same time, I don't want it
1: to be, I, I want it, but I don't because I really like consoles still, you know, mm. and it would be nice to have a really souped up PC
2: and not having to worry about internet really, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be the main pigeonhole uh, internet for sure. I don't know. We'll see more about it later this year.
0: Heck, we might even see some of it at E3. Maybe. Who knows? Mm, Yeah, Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Maybe at E3. Yeah, because I mean, uh, Id came out and said, hey, Doom Eternal is going to be on Stadia.
2: So maybe other games at E3 are going to be like, and also to Stadia. Hmm. Do you like the name of it? No. No. Oh, am I the only
0: one?
1: I mean, it's like a play on words, right? State. Well, I guess that's how you'd say it's supposed to be like stadium. Yeah. They kind of open the intro with like, you know, people experience entertainment, blah, 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 like this. And I think it's kind of cool. But
0: yeah, I, I do think, though, if they didn't open up with that whole like games, sports, we built stadiums for games, then stadia would definitely not land.
1: Yeah. I know it was just kind of a boring intro. Yeah. I think the whole ad was just like, I didn't even really know what was going on. It was a lot of high level
0: business synergies, PR talk, uh, yeah. meeting the bottom line to increase revenue and, and lower our. our I, can't, I can't even. Business talk. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even pretend. <laughs> like, tried. my go to word is synergy.
1: <laughs> Buzzwords.
2: Solutions.
1: And did you guys see the controller?
2: Yeah, it's weird.
1: No. It's like a cross between, like, a Switch Xbox and PS Four controller. To be honest, yeah, huh. it's it's just tough because the Stadia
0: allegedly supports any controller, and at this point, anyone who's buying Stadia probably already has a controller
2: of some kind. So like, meh. yeah, yeah. The it's only like other Steam thing-
1: controller for me. I don't really care. I don't need it.
0: Yeah. The only other thing I did want to bring up with Stadia with you guys before we close out the show, how do y'all feel about that whole save state thing they're doing? Share state? Share save?
1: Oh, it's so gonna be abuse. Share state. That's it.
0: I think I missed that. Can you explain that real yeah, quick? Yeah. Uh, so so you know how when you're you're playing a game and you screenshot something and you're like, oh my god, check this out, and you upload it to whatever and you send the link to your friends, and then they see where you are, and it's like, cool. I just shared this cool gamer moment tm with my friends right <laughs> okay yeah um instead if you're using stadia allegedly you can generate a link where when someone clicks that link they open up stadia and they go immediate like they open up the game to
2: exactly where you are that's weird yeah well there's How- another thing too there's crowd play which allows
1: you to like, say, watch, watch your favorite content creator on YouTube. And um, you can join a queue to play with them. Like God trolls are going to have a great time with that. Yeah, that's bad.
0: It's not going to be good. And also funny that they only mentioned YouTube and not Twitch because it's, it's Google, not Amazon. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. I thought the share state thing was cool just because it, kind of if it works the way it's intended it takes things to a whole new level because it's not just looking at a screenshot or watching a video of someone play something
2: it's like hey I want you to play this moment with me here's the moment play it hmm yeah on paper it sounds really good So. Um... yeah but in practice who knows yeah yeah
3: it's kind
2: of like
4: have like to like, jump in and try you know like how exactly would I experience something that you've, like, would I be able to walk around? Like, I know that sounds ridiculous, but like, I'm just I'm not picturing this at all.
0: So it'd be like if you wanted to share that moment, it'd be like you pressed pause and handed the controller to your friend, but across the internet, and then they pressed unpause.
3: Oh, gotcha! Yeah, gotcha.
2: Maybe yeah. like sending a save state.
3: That's so really weird. Yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> hey, beat this boss for me. Okay, fine. Yeah,
0: basically, <laughs> I can't. I can't do this. But I think that wraps us up for this St- Stadia episode question mark of Project Rusty. Uh, hey, Austin, do you want to? Do you have anything you want to shout out here at the end?
1: Uh, yeah. Check me out on Twitter as usual. It's Platysaur, which is at P-L-A-T-Y-S-A-U-R. And more importantly, I hope you have a great day. Oh, <laughs> Look at him. Oh, How cute. Hey Mike, what do you got? Uh, you can follow me
5: at Z-O-L-O-567.
0: And yeah, that's it. Wow, no great day. How huh, rude. Uh <laughs> Brennan <laughs> <laughs> Brennan, what, what have you got?
4: Um, no handle, but I hope everyone has a fantastic evening and a and a great week weekend. Whatever you're doing, at the rest of the moment.
1: Hey, I said day. You said evening. We should get our shit straight. <laughs> well, no, we're, com- we're covering,
0: covering all, all the bases, bases here, man. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right, that's
1: fair. Well, yeah, I'm a little too.
0: Uh, man, does that mean I have to be neutral? I hope you have a day or night. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you. Oh, I, li- I hope you live through it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 my god <laughs> uh yeah you can find me on all the social media panoptimist p-i-n-o-p-t-i-m-i-s-t uh, i've talked about it the past two weeks but i've got a sister podcast about a japanese reality tv show called terrace house and we're getting into the thick of things and guys it's getting wild uh check us out at tadaima terrace house podcast and as for project rusty i believe we might be skipping out next week you might want to check out twitter for us to be sure but As things are right now, I'm not sure if we will have an episode next week. So keep an eye out for that. We might be back in two weeks in April. Thank you so much for listening to Project Rusty. And we'll see you guys next time.